Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by today's title, we are coming back at you with my I Pop Off About K Dramas How About You special episode. So I introduced this last year right around this very same time in the year and it was something that I had been dreaming of throughout the entire second season um, of my podcast and I was like I really want to feature my listeners in some way in an episode and I knew I couldn't just have you know everybody just guesting on an episode but I thought of a way that I could have you all put your voice in an episode in a way and that was through um, introducing a questionnaire to you all that you can answer whenever you feel like you have the time to and then I would compile those answers and turn it into an episode and so I did it for the first time at the end of last year and it was wonderful it was magical it was everything that I had ever dreamed of (laughs) it was exactly what I wanted I wanted to learn more about my lovely listeners and my lovely k-drummer friends who I know you guys hear from me all the time but I don't get to hear all the time from you so I thought it was such a wonderful way to kind of reconnect or connect in general with you guys listening and so this year I knew I had to do it again and I wanted to be at the end of the year just so I can have this momentous special time of the year for me in my podcast, when I'm wrapping up the end of the year and the end of the season, I also have the opportunity to kind of check in with you guys. And this is a wonderful way to do that. But this is an episode where I send out a request <laughs> to you, all my lovely listeners and cater my friends. And I just ask that you submit your answers to this questionnaire that I created. And the, the questionnaire is really just um, digging deep into your journey into K-drama land and kind of what things stand out to you in your K-drama journey and experience. And it can range from, you know, the actors that you enjoy to the dramas that you don't so much enjoy. And I think it's so much fun to hear from other people their K-drama story or their K-drama journey. So this is my way of kind of finding and experiencing you all's um, journey. So I hope you guys enjoy this second episode like this or the annual I pop off about K-dramas how about you episode and I have to say that I am so grateful for the submissions that I got for this one I actually have way more than I had last <laughs> last year and it's not way more but it's more than I thought because I only had four submissions last year or around four no I think it was just four and I was really nervous that it wasn't going to make up a full episode but it ended up being a very full and just fun episode to record and just kind of talk through and ramble through you guys' submissions now this time I have more than four (laughs) and I feel like it's definitely going to take up a good um, length of time to kind of get all good through all the submissions but I definitely am going to still do that I'm going to even give you all the questions I'm going to read you each question and I'm going to give the, the submissions the answers that you all gave one at a time so this might be a long episode but it's a fun episode I'm telling you it's really interesting to just kind of get to know other people's k-drama journey and I think this is what I get to experience I get to you know have fun with but also you listening and you get to learn more about each other and other people's k-drama journey so I think it's fun for all of us um but I actually have I 
nine submissions this time. So more than four for sure. And I am definitely like beyond grateful that I got that many submissions. I actually even have some repeat submitters from last um, year. You will recognize them when I kind of mention their names and they... I think did exactly what I was hoping some people would do. If you submit it last year, if you submit again, you may have changed your, you know, responses to some of the questions and maybe your favorite dramas changed, you know, maybe your favorite actor has changed or something like that. So I thought it was really cool that they came back around to answer the questions again. And I did notice um, just kind of a brief glance that there were some different answers from their last year uh, submission. So I thought that was really, really cool and really, really neat. And then I also want to say I have not read through the answers for all of them. So we're going to have a real time reaction to some of the answers and submissions. And so I may ramble a little bit after I kind of, you know, pick up on a question or after I read a submission, I might ramble a little bit. So bear with me, <laughs> but it is going to be my first time reacting to some of these responses. So I definitely know that I may end up interjecting and saying a couple different things. So I don't want to do too much of that though, because I do have nine <laughs> submissions to get through. So that's going to be the difference from last last year's episode where I was really talking and really rambling throughout each of the questions and responses. But this time I'm going to probably keep it short on my end and then just kind of make sure I'm front fronting and featuring the responses as the focal point to this episode. But yes, let's do this. So I am going to apologize in advance if I am butchering anyone's name. I'm doing my best. I promise. I even went out of my way to reach out to a few of you to make sure that I am somewhat close to pronouncing it correctly. So if I'm not, again, please forgive me, please, please forgive me. I'm so grateful again for the submissions and I plan to continue to do this. This would be a Lolo Pops Off About K-Dramas tradition. And I hope that more people after hearing this episode would get excited about potentially submitting next year and see that it's really fun. And it's just my way of getting to know you and featuring you here on my podcast. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I'm going to read, like I said, the first question, and then I'll read the responses. And I'm going to share the names of the the submitter with each response. So you kind of know who said what. (laughs) Um, And, you know, this is a judgment-free zone. I first got to say that out of the gate. We do not judge over here at Lolo Pops Off Black Kato's podcast. So everything that I'm reading, any of responses or submissions, I am not judging any of them. I may just be, you know, reacting to them, but I'm not judging them. So safe zone, safe zone here. Okay. But anyway, let's go ahead and get started with the first question. So the first question on the questionnaire is a simple what K-drama was your gateway K-drama? And I put this question here because I definitely think I like to know where it all started for everyone. And so that's what this question is. So let's start with our first responder, who was Tiffany. And Tiffany was a repeat (laughs) submitter from last year. So hi again, Tiffany. Um, And Tiffany said her um, Gateway K-drama was One Spring Night. And we next have Lee Sung-wook, who said that their K-drama, Gateway K-drama, was True Beauty. And then next we have Beth. And Beth said Crash Landing on You. 
And then Sharon had It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Um, Melissa has Crash Landing on You as well. Ariane has a business proposal first and then Crash Landing on You second. But that was the real gateway, um, she clarified. <laughs> and then we have Squash, another repeat submitter. Hi again, Squash. We have Something in the Rain. And then Yovita has Extraordinary Attorney Woo. And they said, I found it through watching a cat vlog on YouTube and thought it was a movie. What a pleasant surprise finding out that it was a series. So it was really an accidental blessing. Okay, that is so cool. So I have to say that I always thought it was funny because last year, One Spring Night as a gateway K-drama was very like common. I feel like a lot of people had started with um, One Spring Night. And then with something in the ring, I was like, this is, Jung Hae-in seems to be like a gateway <laughs> actor, it feels like. So I thought that was really funny that um, it's a little bit different this time. And this time we have a lot of crash landing on you, which I think is a lovely gateway drama and very understandable um, gateway drama. And, and True Beauty, I feel like I, True Beauty came and went for a lot of people, but it was a little moment when it came out. I feel like a, it was a really big moment there for a second. And I don't know why. I think it was because it was like the little love triangle set up and everyone had their opinions on that. But I, I feel like we don't we don't go back to True Beauty enough and kind of talk about it. But I did enjoy True Beauty when I was watching it. And then It's Okay Not To Be Okay. Again, it's a drama that I struggled through the first time. And to this day, I always mention that I need to go back and actually re-experience it. And um and so I think that's really cool that that could be a gateway drama because to me, it's such a like, to me, it was a, it was a serious kind of drama, you know, and it was not easy. So to know that someone was able to kind of say that and be like, you know what, there's more that I want to explore here is so cool to know about it's okay not to be okay. But I definitely need to go back to it. I have to re-experience that one for sure. And Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Wow. Now that one, I have to say, I have people in my own personal life who absolutely watched that drama without ever watching any other K-drama. And I just thought that was so cool about Extraordinary Attorney Wu. And I just know it was also just a talk of the town uh, when it was out and when it was airing. A lot of people had thoughts on it. And I just remember thinking, this is a real moment for K-drama with Extraordinary Attorney Wu. So it's really cool and understandable that Extraordinary Attorney Wu is also a, a gateway drama for some. It makes total sense. Um, but yeah, so let's go on to the next question. So which K-drama actor slash actress did you first obsess over? So this is a, has to be a question because you don't, you don't get into K-drama until you've gotten into one of your actors and you're like, I got to watch everything that they are, they're in. So I love this question and I am excited to see what, who everybody says. Okay. So Tiffany, no surprise here was Jung Hae-in because that was uh, Tiffany's gateway drama. And I know she said this last year. <laughs> um, and then we have Lee Sung-wook said, Bae Susie She, really? Susie. Okay, okay. Beth, we have Young Bin. Very, very okay. Very understandable. Um, Sharon has Lee Don Hyun. Mm-hmm. Melissa also has Susie. Really? Okay, okay. We gotta talk. Um, Ariane has UIN. 
I know from what, Secret Love Affair, okay. Squash has also Jung Hae-in because also had something in the rain as a gateway. And then Yovita has Ji Chang-wook from Hiller. So, mm, okay. I have to just say, I'm surprised that Suzy Shi is actually um, an a repeater in this in this category here in this question. I would never have expected that people really obsessed over Susie because I me and Susie we used to fight. I'm gonna be honest. I have been watching K Dramas as you guys know for a very long time and it was I watched Susie start her career and I don't want to say I was anti, but I was I was very hesitant about the kind of K-pop idol into acting, you know, thing that was happening during that time when she started her career in acting. And so I was very apprehensive to her. I was very I was very rough as far as like I was had my nose up in the air a little bit, but she definitely grew grew on me over time. So I am so excited to hear that she's actually uh, actress that people have obsessed over because I she totally has grown on me and I and I'm so proud of her. <laughs> She's one of the actresses where I'm like I'm so proud of you, and so I can totally understand that. Um, but yeah, Susie, she two people responded that Jung Hae-in, of course, again he is definitely a gateway actor, I believe. Um, Yu Hae-in. He hasn't been in a lot of newer things, right? So you definitely have to have um, kind of started in the, you know, watch some of his old stuff to really see that he is just standout. One of my favorite actors, I'm going to be honest. I absolutely adore UIN. Um, and then Youngbin, come on. Who? Come on. Youngbin? He is the Youngbin. He is literally like, when you think of a K-drama actor, I think of him. Like, he's like the standard, right? He's the mode. Um, and Lee Dong-hyun, when I tell you he's one of the actors in recent years that I've, I've fallen head over heels for, he totally is. Like, everything that he's in now, I want to watch because I want to see him. So I might be obsessing a little bit over him now. Um, so I can feel that one. And then Ji Chang-wook. Come on, love of my life. I mean, literally my ideal type. Like everything about him as an actor, I love, except for some of uh, some of his dramas. Um, but him, absolutely love. But then also, I absolutely just adore him. Like as a person, I feel like so. I just love Sunji Chang Wook. So definitely understandable, especially from Healer. Oh my gosh. Um, so next question. Let me not get too, obviously I'm rambling already too much. Okay. Next question. What K-drama broke your heart the most? Okay. Let's take a look at this one. So Tiffany has crash landing on you and she said they could only see each other once a year so sad <laughs> that is so true that is so true Lee Sung-guk said snowdrop and 25 21 oh my gosh okay so snowdrop i've never watched you guys if you know you know i have never watched snowdrop but 25 21 i think you all know my thoughts on 25 21 so Mm. Um, Beth had Kill It. See, Kill It, I have not thought about Kill It in so long. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, let's look, I'm already talking. Okay, my bad. Sharon had Mr. Sunshine. 
Melissa has Youth of May. Ariane has Uncontrollably Fawn. Said she said also had to space out the last four to five episodes. Wow, wow. And Squash has the smell has left your eyes. And Yovita says weak hero class wow all of these i'm already like heart is breaking just thinking about them oh my goodness yes i completely agree with a lot of these like i said i haven't watched snowdrop and surprisingly melissa i have not watched youth of may um when i was just talking about obsessing <laughs> i have not watched youth of may and it's not because i didn't want to it was because i knew it was sad like I didn't start it when everybody else started it. And so when it got to the end and everybody was talking about how heartbreaking it was, I couldn't do it. So definitely know this is a drama that will break your heart. So completely got it. Um, and I am like with a controllably fond, you guys know how I am with dramas that deal with illness and too much, too much. Um, and I could never go back and watch it for sure, considering everything that you know, transpire with our, our Wuben. So that's just, you know, I couldn't imagine. So a lot of these dramas, when they're completely sad, I probably have not watched it. If I found out after the fact that they were sad, I don't even go back to it. Um, but Mr. Sunshine, yeah. And Crash Landing, they could only see each other once a year old. That is true. That is true. But they made it work in the end. So it actually was so, you know, sweet at the end of it all. But it was a sad setup there. Um, but yeah, let's go to the next question. Okay. Next we have, what K-drama is your security blanket? This is the drama that you curl up with when you need to feel safe and secure. And Tiffany said, one spring night and something in the rain. Lee Sung-wook said 25-21. Beth said healer. Sharon said when the weather is fine and rookie historian. Melissa said fight for my way. And Ariane says, and this one's good, I don't really have a security blanket. So far, I haven't watched any drama a second time except for Business Proposal <laughs> that I had to rewatch because the first watch was such a cultural shock for me. <laughs> but if I had to choose a security blanket, I would pick Hometown Cha Cha Cha, Love to Hate You, or the C drama Hidden Love. Squash said, um, I hear your voice and Yovita says touch your heart they're the cutest couple that encourage each other out of their comfort zones in a very positive way plus they have real friends that ship them together <laughs> that is so cute okay so let's go through this really quickly so one spring night and something in the rain are very slice of life quiet type dramas and so those are really good dramas to me personally to kind of wrap yourself into so I completely relate to those two um 25 21 do we even need to talk about 25 21 because as again you guys know how I feel about 25 21 and it being something that you wrap yourself up in and just kind of really get lost in and feel all the feels uh, that is that drama absolutely understand that healer I have to also admit one of my security blanket dramas, I have rewatched Healer multiple times. It never lets me down, never lets me down. Um, when the weather is fine and rookie historian, again, when you're when the weather is fine, same kind of, I love dramas that are set in the winter time. <laughs> 
to be honest. And like this kind of snowy kind of landscape and setting. Um, so it's something very quiet about the winter and those types of dramas. And it's, I, it's, I love it. I love that. So I completely like that one as a kind of security blanket one. It, even the dramas that are set in winter give fill you with warmth. So I, I usually really love that about them. But Rookie Historian, I've never watched. Am I missing something, Sharon? Should I have watched Rookie Historian? If it's a security blanket drama, I feel like I should be supporting that because <laughs> I love a good security blanket drama. I We need to talk. Rookie Historian, do I need to watch it? Um, fight for My Way. Ugh, I See, this is not my favorite trope, so I did not have like this kind of immense reaction to fight for my way in that kind of sense. But there was something so encouraging about that drama that I completely can understand it as being a drama that makes you feel safe and secure because it really does set you up to kind of feel like you're you're fighting and you're winning in that drama. So I really, really, really can relate to that. And then Ariane, you don't have to have a security blanket drama. That's the first thing. But, but it is nice. It is nice to have them. And the ones that you listed are perfect ones. I'm not sure about the C-drama Hidden Love yet because I haven't watched it yet. But Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha and Love to Hate You absolutely adore both of those dramas. And definitely Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. I think, and I said this when I reviewed it last year, that drama just wrapped me it like tore me to pieces and then like completely built me right back up and it was so beautiful to have that experience with the drama and love to hate you yes a good feel good rom-com where everything works out in the end and nothing's too too horrible or traumatic in it you gotta have one of those as a security blanket so love to hate you is definitely a good one to go back to. Um, Squash has this from last year. I hear your voice and I can attest. I know for a fact that is her security blanket drama. She at one point had to stop watching it because she was watching it. So often she had to force herself to stop watching it. But I hear your voice. Uh, love that drama. And touch your heart. I too love that. One of my favorite couples of all time. One of my absolute favorite couples. They give me all the feels and I just completely, like you said, the way they support each other in that in that drama is just oh, so good. And the chemistry, we're not going to even talk about that between our leads. We're not going to even talk about it because unmatched, man. That's all I'm going to say. Unmatched. Okay, let's move on to the next question here. So what K-drama makes you laugh uncontrollably, no matter how many times you've watched it? So what's a drama that has you laughing all the time? And I say this no matter how many times you watch it, because to me, sometimes you are watching something and you get the comedy in that real time and you're like, oh, that was a giggle, giggle, laugh, laugh. But then you watch it again and it's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel the same. The jokes don't land the same because it's like, oh yeah, that's a, that was funny that one time I watched it or the first time I watched it. But like, there's gotta be things that you watch and it's like, no matter how many times you watch that scene or you replay it, you're gonna laugh each time. So I have those and I thought maybe you guys did as well. And so Tiffany says, reply 1988, definitely great humor and comedy in those reply series, in, right? Well, in the reply series, I completely 
completely agree. They have some great comedy in them because they're not like too slapstick. They're like just actually funny moments. Um, Lee Sung Wook has Team Bulldog Off Investigation. I've never watched that drama. I've never watched it. I know what it is, but I've never watched it. So now I'm like, maybe I should be watching it. Maybe I should be watching it. Um, Beth said, Crash Landing on You. <laughs> I have to agree. There were some funny moments in Crash Landing. I mean, and I think it also has a lot to do with my, you know, son, Yejin. I just think she's a very comedic actress. Like in a lot of things that I used to watch, especially like movies and films, she's been in a lot of like comedic films throughout her career and she is hilarious. So completely agree, completely, completely agree. Um, Sharon has Prison Playbook. I, that's funny that you mentioned that because Prison Playbook is just one that I just think it's the standout drama. And I think I need to give it more credit for its comedy. You're absolutely right. There are some really good, funny moments in that drama, but I don't even think about it. I just think of like standout, just all around. The story was just so good. Oh, Prison Playbook, yes. Um, Melissa has the killer shopping list. You guys know how much I love that drama. And it was stinking hilarious. It definitely was. Um, Ariane has many scenes of Mr. I loved Mr. Queen. There, I mean, there were some elements I didn't love about Mr. Queen, but Mr. Queen was so funny. It was absolutely so funny. And I miss it. I feel like I should go back and rewatch it. It was funny. I, I want to go back and laugh. I need to go back. I need to go back. And you guys know that's one of my favorite setups. I love fish out of water. I like body switching. Oh my gosh, my favorite. So definitely Mr. Queen. I need to go back. I need to go back. Um, Squash has a drama I'm currently watching called Second to Last Love has actually made me crack up laughing so hard. Each episode is hilarious. And Second to Last Love does not get all the love that it deserves. I didn't, when it was airing at all, get any love. I feel like, I think it was very underrated during its time. And I think everyone should give that drama a chance. It is so good. It has the Jijin He in it. It's so good. And then we also have from Yovita. Okay. <laughs> I knew this was going to be <laughs> Yovita's answer. Kill Me, Heal Me. It's amazing how this drama can be so funny, but also very emotional at the same time. Another personal one, Strangers from Hell. <laughs> this is not a funny drama, but me and a K-drama friend relate so much with their bromance. So every time I see this drama, it's a laughing drug for us. <laughs> That's so cute. Because I definitely was going to say, wait, what? <laughs> Strangers from Hell? But I definitely can see how like when you connect with someone else on a drama and you guys have your own like inside jokes about it, it does become its own kind of like funny drama experience. So yes, love that. I love that. I love that. Um, and I have to totally agree with Kill Me, Heal Me. It is such a, such a funny drama. You can't, when you have Jisung, what do you expect, right? He's so hilarious. Um, so I love him in all types of roles, but one of my favorite is definitely him and his comedic, his comedic roles. Like it's so funny. So completely relate and understand about Kill Me, Heal Me. All right, let's go ahead. And one more thing, I need to go back to Teen Bulldog Off Investigation. Do I need to go and watch this? Let me know. Cause I love a good funny drama period. Okay. All right. Now let's go to the next question. 
what K-drama makes you seethe with anger because it disappointed you so much? Oh, I got I can't wait to hear these answers. I can't wait. Okay, so Tiffany has Love Alarm. It was a good idea, but badly executed. Completely agree. You guys know how I feel about Love Alarms. Both of them. Mm-mm. Um, Lee Sung Wook says, nobody knows. Ooh, nobody knows. Okay. I was surprised by that one. Okay. Um, Beth says, boys over flowers. <laughs> I'm not gonna even, I'm not gonna even talk about it, Beth. I'm not gonna talk about it. Sharon has weightlifting fairy kill book Jew. Wait a minute. Sharon, what? Why why does it make you angry? Okay, so we're gonna have to talk again because Sharon did not give me any explanation yet. Weight weightlifting fairy kill book Jew? I need to know. I need to know. Melissa says, why her? Completely agree with that. I couldn't even finish why her. So there's my feelings on my hair. Ariane said, nice guy, or also called innocent man, Dr. Stranger, graceful friends, the K2, and fight for my way. Really? I mean, I think it's also funny that Ariane has a long list here. Because <laughs> I could do that too, but I was expecting just like one, but no. Ariane's like, no, I got a list for you. <laughs> but nice guy, Man, that's one of the most frustrating dramas. I completely agree. Dr. Stranger, we don't talk about Dr. Stranger over here. That, we don't even talk about it because if you know, you know. And the K2, those are the two dramas. Those are the two dramas that I have said. If I had to list my, just the seethe with anger, those are my two. Those are my two. So, yes. Um, I don't, Graceful Friends, did I watch? I don't think I watched Graceful Friends probably for good reasons then <laughs> but I'm surprised about fight for my way I'm surprised huh interesting and then squash we have doom at your service mm-hmm I didn't watch doom at your service as you guys may know the reason for it you might know why um and Yovita says mouse says I promising start and great reveals within the first few episodes and I was super engaged only to see it becoming weird with a nonsense plot twist and unfulfilled premise in question okay mouse and I've never watched mouse so I feel good that I missed out on that <laughs> That's not good, but this I can also take as a chance to like avoid dramas if I need to avoid them. If you guys tell me that it completely disappointed you so much, but I'm surprised about Fight My Way and Weightlifting Fairy Kimbook Chu. I need to know, guys. I need to know why. Why the other ones I think I can see, even nobody knows. I can even see nobody knows, but Weightlifting and fight for my way. I need to know. I need to know, guys. Reach out to me and let me know. Okay. <laughs> um, next question was, what K-drama kiss scene lives rent-free in your head? Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> um, Tiffany says, my roommate is a Gumio. Tiffany, did we talk about this last time? I'm not. Or did we talk about this last time? <laughs> My roommate's a Gumio. Okay. And Isong Wook says, Vincenzo kissing in the ending. Hmm. Oh, Vincenzo. Beth said, melting me softly and the shower kiss. Okay. 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 Sharon said, hyena. Wow. I haven't heard about, I haven't talked about hyena in so long. Okay. Um, Melissa says, the first kiss between the leads in May I Help You? 
Really? Okay, because we'll I'll come back to that. Um, Ariane says the roof slash eyes cover kissing healer and their movie theater date night and reply 1988 Dokson and takes characters dream and Chinese hotel kisses. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, and then Squash says any kissing with the leads from the smile has left her eyes. The chemistry was insane. And Yovita says healer the rooftop kiss so sweet and iconic okay so we do get healer gets two points all from you know two people there so completely agree love healer i mean multiple kisses in healer so there's 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 there's, no, there's nothing more for me to say there but my roommate is a gumio my roommate is a gumio if you guys know that was a drama that i dropped last was it last year or the year before last i don't remember but i dropped it and it was like right after the kids scene <laughs> I go back and listen to my episode when I talked about my roommate is real. You'll understand, but I will say that you know the kiss was not bad at all. It was not bad at all, but I definitely had just other problems with that drama. So the kissing couldn't do what I needed to do. I could it couldn't do what I needed to do to save it for me. So I have to say this about May I Help You. I've never watched May I Help You, but now that I know that there's a kiss that's kind of like you know a, a kiss it makes me think well no was may i help you sad was there a sad premise to that is that why i didn't watch that one let me know let me know because i mean i i don't want to be missing great kisses kiss scenes melting me softly i have me in that drama we we fought um but the scene the kissing was good it was a good little kiss and i had to give you that but i also attribute this to g chunk <laughs> I've never seen him not in a kissing that I didn't like. So <laughs> there's also that. <laughs> um, but Hyena. Ah, see, I don't think Hyena gets the credit that it deserves. I think that's such a good trauma. I mean, just in general. And to think, yeah, the kissing was also really good too. So that's a good point. Hyena. Hyena. Okay. Um, and now let's go on to the next question. What K-drama would you recommend to a friend who's never watched K-drama? Love this. So this is, to me, a drama that you believe could be someone else's gateway drama. And um, Tiffany has, I would say, start with Crash Landing on You. Completely agree. Great drama to start with. Lee Sung-wook says, Vincenzo and 2521 so like Vincenzo for a guy and then 2521 for a girl okay that makes sense I like that okay Beth has crash landing on you as well Sharon has little women I'm surprised by little women I'm surprised by that one. Okay. Melissa says a business proposal. I can totally see that. Um, Ariane says crash landing on you again and extraordinary attorney woo. Completely agree. Squash says move to heaven if they're into sad emo dramas and squid game for everyone else. <laughs> yes, definitely no squid game was a, a K-drama that a lot of non-K-drama watchers watched and enjoyed. So that's a good one. Um, and Yovita says the kidnapping day it has everything for all ages to enjoy anyone who thinks k-dramas are cheap soap operas better see this and be awed by the meaningful story the performance and the entertainment this drama provides i adore the kidnapping day so i cannot agree more with that so i think these are all good examples um 
of like dramas to to send out to someone and recommend to someone. Little Women, I'm actually, I was surprised by that, but I actually can see this at the same time. Um, Especially like, I think if you know someone who likes literature, who likes to read, I think Little Women might be actually a good drama for someone like that. So you know what? I can see all of these. I can see every single one, every single one. Um, Next we have, as far as questions go, is there a K-drama quote that still resonates with you? If so, what is it? And Tiffany says, you can't die, not without my permission from something in the rain. Lee Sung-wook says, there's a limit to your pain, but there's no limit to your fear from Vincenzo. Beth said, my wife can't sleep from Alchemy of Souls. Sharon said, I wish to burn brightly, then wilt like a flame from Mr. Sunshine. Melissa says, I don't know where I'm trapped, but I feel trapped. There's nothing in my life that relaxes me. I feel cramped and stifled. I want to break free from my liberation notes. Ariane said, there's at least one in every drama, but ones in Reply 1988, My Beloved Summer and Summer Strike touch me the most. Squash has, can't think of one. I'll come back and answer. She did not come back and answer. <laughs> um, Yovita has, a trial is a game where if you cannot prove things, you'll lose. From Kang Yohan from The Devil Judge. And Yovita said, I feel this is so true with my ongoing research project when I need to negotiate with and present my progress to my boss. <laughs> oh, cool. I love when you can take these quotes and you relate to them. So I absolutely love these all. I definitely have a personal connection with any quotes from my liberation notes. As you guys may know, that is one that I live by. Quotes that I live by come from that actual drama. Um, so couldn't, couldn't agree more. But uh, yeah, I love, I love a good K-drama quote. You kind of love a good K-drama quote. Okay, next I have... What K-drama character do you relate to most? Tiffany said, E Na Young and My Romance is a bonus book. E Sung Wook said, M Shi Wan's character in Summer Strike. Beth said, Shin Mina and Oh My Venus. Sharon said, Yumi from Yumi Sales. Melissa said, Mi Jung from My Liberation Notes. Ariane said, so far I've related to a lot of different characters. I think I found a piece of myself in each of them. <laughs> Squash says, Moon Sue from Just Between Lovers because of her optimism. And Yovita says, Ji Sung Wan from 2521. I can be ambitious and achieving in my study, but I prefer to invest my life experiencing fun and being creative. Oh, guys, see, do you get why I mean by these questions? I think, honestly, when I look at these questions now and like the responses that I'm getting, I think this is definitely like, for me, first date questions, <laughs> like K-drama questions, first K-drama date questions. Like if you are wanting to really get to know someone and their K-drama experience, these are the questions. Cause I feel like I get so much when I hear about someone else's K-drama characters that they relate to. Like all of these characters I am familiar with. And so I definitely can understand where, you know, how someone may relate to them and to hear that's who you relate to. I feel like I learned a little bit more about you. So, so cool. So cool. All of these responses. Oh my gosh. Um, 
what K-drama character do you think is your ideal type? See, again, K-drama, first date questions, listen here. So you love this. Okay. Tiffany said, Jung Hae-in and Something in the Rain does not surprise me. Lee Sung-wook said, Nam Joo Hyuk's character and 2521. I'm trying not to tell myself like my reactions, but oh my gosh. Beth said, Captain Ree, of course. <laughs> Sharon said, any character played by Lee Dong-hyun, thank you, Lee Dong-hyun, yes, absolutely, I love that, and then she put LOL, and then Melissa said, Ko Dong-man from Fight For My Way, and then Ariane said, I don't know if it's my ideal type, but I've got weakness for distant slash cold guys slowly falling head over heels and turning into a completely obsessed warm puddle of love. Yeah, same. Completely relate. Completely relate. Squash says, any character played by Jijin, he with his fine self, she says. <laughs> Again, completely understand that one because it is Jijin he. And Yovita says, Kim Hee Sung from Mr. Sunshine. Selfless, respectful, and fun to chat with. You know what? I think it's so cool that we are hearing, and these are people that I'm not sure really talk to one another. So, I, you know, you guys may, this is our little, you know, community over here, but I don't know how many of you actually know each other and talk to each other, but it's so much fun to see like other people's dramas being responded or used and answering someone else's question you know so i think it's super cool but definitely love love reading these because can you just see you know like how these could be someone's ideal types like come on captain re of course i love how beth said of course like who wouldn't i completely understand that um and i loved Ariane. didn't give us a specific ideal type character but definitely listed out the character that she's talking about and i completely relate and agree <laughs> so cool okay so next one we have what k-drama character inspires you tiffany has the main character from daily dose of sunshine she is so kind Lee sung-wook says jung Hae-in's character and while you were sleeping see Hae-in's back in a different drama at that he is such a gateway actor i feel like everyone loves Hae-in. beth said Pyochin and Where the Camellias Bloom. Sharon says, Any character from Our Blues. Melissa said, Big Marie from One Dollar Lawyer. Ariane said, The smart, resilient, hardworking one, <laughs> right? Um, and then Squash says, The leads from Just Between Lovers because they overcame so much. And Yovita says, Yon Shin Un from Weak Hero Class One. Just everything about his thoughts and actions. And again, this is such a question to get to know the person a little bit more. If you think about these characters, if you're familiar with them and how these characters are in their drama, their respective dramas, and how someone may connect to that and feel inspiration from that. It just feels like I know a little bit more about everybody when I read these types of answers. Like Big Marie, like from Wonder La Lawyer. I mean, you have to watch, you have to watch that to know, like her character to me was such a kind of like unassuming type of character. Like she seemed to be just like an all around type of character, but there was layers to her. And I feel like a lot of those layers were hidden by this kind of facade of hers of being like, I'm a go-getter, I'm a hard worker, 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ambitious, but there was so much more to her. And I think picking that up from her character would be inspiring, like to see that kind of person. So love these. I love these. I love these. Okay. And I just have to say, I think if you ever want to know more about another fellow k drama lover, these are the questions you have to ask. I'm sorry. You learn so much. You learn so much. Next question. What K-drama genres or trope do you refuse to watch? Oh, this is a good question. Tiffany says, horror, switching bodies. I'm off time travel at the moment too. <laughs> Tiffany knows I'm done with time travel. <laughs> but horror completely agree switching bodies that's one of my faves tiffany that's one of my faves um isong wook says love triangle completely understand that one beth says historical and slice of life beth slice of life and historical oh two of my faves sharon says fantasy slash friends to lovers couldn't agree more with friends to lovers sharon couldn't agree more fantasy i'm starting to I'm starting to find some appreciation for fantasy, but I think in the past, I also would have been completely adverse to it, but more and more I'm opening up to it. But friends, lovers, man, that's the one. That's the top of my list, top of my list. Melissa says, I watch everything to be honest. I wanna be like that, I really do. I'm trying, but it's, it's hard, it's hard. Ariane says, friends to lovers, <laughs> and she says, I don't really refuse to watch, but I'm regularly disappointed. Same. The cliche Cinderella story, poor girl, rich guy or ugly girl, ugly fat girl turns pretty and thin, the reverse harem and the serial killer <laughs> appearing in a love story. Um, yes, completely agree. Completely agree. I definitely don't like the the kind of ugly girl turns pretty thing. I don't, I don't like that one as much either. Like that one I struggle with too. Um, but the Cinderella story, I kind of like the Cinderella story still. That one is to me a staple in K-drama like history. So I feel like I can't say I love K-dramas without loving that trope, but no, it's true. It's It's been done so many times. So it's like, okay, we, we can move on from that one. But Friends the Lover, definitely regularly disappointed same squash has enemies to lovers formerly but now i'm willing to give it a shot <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> strangers to lovers enemies to lovers come on those are the best but squash said mm, we'll see <laughs> yovita says i don't gravitate to sci-fi monsters genre and neither until like this year I think this was one of my really breakout years for sure of like watching things I typically would never really watch but though that one yes definitely would be one of mine I sci-fi monsters you know leave me out of it but recently I've been open to it so completely understand that one um next question of course is what k-drama genre trope is your favorite then right Tiffany has I adore slice of life same. Isong Wook says enemies to lovers. Same. <laughs> Beth says fantasy. Fantasy. What's one of your favorite fantasies, Beth? Can you tell me? Can you tell me one of your favorite fantasies? I would love to know. Um, Sharon says thriller slash enemies to lovers, contract marriage, force cohabitation. <laughs> forced cohabitation mm-hmm mm-hmm check 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 okay loving those but let's assess friends to lovers and 
Man, I, me and friends and lovers, we fight so much. Ariane says, contract relationships, beta heroes, and enemies to lovers. Love, 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 love. Squash says, friends to lovers like Melissa or found family. Yes, definitely love found family. And Yovita says, good thrillers and flawed characters. I, I too love a good flawed character. If you're a flawed character, nine times out of ten, I'm going to end up loving you. So not, well, a, a poorly written character. Now that's not what I mean, but like an actual, you know, flawed, um, layered character. Love those. But Melissa and Squatch, give me your favorite friends to lover. Mm-hmm. Give me your absolute favorite friends to lovers drama. I need to know. I need to know just to see if I've watched it. And if I haven't, then maybe I should give it a chance. So let me know. Let me know. And then the next question we have, what K-drama genre slash trope do you like, but others seem to dislike? So this question I'm trying to get at to the fact where it's like the the genre or the trope that you kind of don't want to willingly admit that you like because you're afraid that people are going to judge you. that one that's just this is what i'm trying to get at with this question um and tiffany says slice of life because people find it boring i know that is the struggle for us slice of life lovers we we are used to people being like boring but i too love slice of life um isong wook says investigation if crime crime thrillers and spy thrillers i (laughs) like those i really like crime but you you're right like that one's hard because most people when they come to their k-drama they want a lot of you know romance they want the 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 rom-com feel and you don't really have the energy and time for the the crime and the the thrillers i i do like a good thriller i really do bev says rom-com i think we all like rom-com right no I'm with I'm with you, Beth. I love a good rom-com. But you're right. People do get their nose up in the air sometimes about rom-com. But I'm like, if you're watching K-drama, you got to like a good rom-com here and there. Um, I think so. Sharon said, Sundari male leads. I agree. People absolutely bash on those Sundari male leads. But I, too, am a sucker for them. <laughs> Me too. Me too, Sharon. Um, Melissa says, no idea, to be honest. And that's fair. That is fair. Um, Ariane says, older woman, younger man. So basically a Nuno romance, age gap, soulmates, love story. Mm, that's, this is what I'm getting at. Those, those, those things that you're like, I really like these, but nobody else seems to want to admit they like these, but I will be the first to admit with you, Ariane. I love a good Nuno romance. I love a good Nuno romance. I'm sorry. If it's, if it's good, if it's well done now, there, there's, there's some ones that are questionable, but I too, I too do love a good Nuno romance. So don't feel too bad about that one. <laughs> and then Squash says, friends to lovers. Okay, fair. I mean, some people do not like friends to lovers. This is true. This is true. I think a lot of people do like friends to lovers at the same time. But yes, I get it. <laughs> and Yovita says, desperate moments, seeing characters crumbling down, make me even more attached to them emotionally. I also like sad endings if it is a proper consequence to the story. So I like all of those too, except... No, I completely agree. I love, love seeing a breakdown. <laughs> I love seeing a character breakdown. And I also do like when the the sad ending is appropriate. Um, 
And it's not like, oh, you're just wrapping things up and making it happy when that doesn't make sense to the ending at all. So I completely get that one. I completely, completely agree with that one. All right. Um, next we have what K-drama actor slash actress makes you tune in no matter what the K-drama is. Love this. Um, Tiffany says, I, you, and Chung Hae-in. Hae-in again. Doesn't surprise me though. Lee Sung-woo, Song Ki, and Susie. Beth says Ji Chang-wook. Sharon says Lee Jun-hyuk and Lee Dong-hyun. And Melissa says Hae-ri. And Ariane says U-I-N and Ji Chang-wook. Mm-hmm. And Kim Min-jae's perfect smile. Oh, that's such a cute little addition. And she added a smiley face. <laughs> and then Squash says Lee Jun-ho. Mm-hmm. And Yovita says Jisung. Ugh. So I, yes, some of my faves are in this list. I love a lot of these actors. Oh my gosh. Everybody, everybody. Hayri, I will say Hayri, I have not watched much with Hayri and I, and I feel like I've only got my full experience with her with the reply drama. So I probably should go and give her more of a chance. I think I watched her in another drama, a couple other dramas that I do as a big fan of. Um, so I need to give her another go. I need to give her another go. But definitely, I can agree. I Like everybody listed, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Well, Junho, I did not tune in fully to his drama from this year, as you may know. And I have never watched... Um, we're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> um, but yes, I completely agree with a lot of these um, for sure. And then we have next question: Do you have a K drama ritual? How do you best enjoy watching your dramas? And so this question might have been a little confusing. So uh, if you didn't get it, or if this might have been a little weirdly worded, so we'll see. Tiffany says cozy on the couch with snacks. Lee Sung-wook says, I don't know. <laughs> Bev says, by myself. <laughs> I like that. It's best like, no one disturb me. That's how I enjoy my gay dramas. Sharon says, after I finished all my work for the day and curled up on my bed. Oh, I love that. Melissa says, with a cup of tea cuddled in my bed. So cute. Ariane says, nothing special. Just at home where there's peace and quiet. Phone off. That phone off is critical. It's critical for a good K-drama watching session. You can't have that phone on. And then Squash says, I like to watch in a darkened room for some reason. <laughs> That's cute. And then Yovita says, I love watching dramas at night. I don't really have a ritual, I think. I do wish I could eat ramen when watching dramas, but I don't need all that extra sodium. <laughs> oh, and it would be nice to have some soju for every finale of a drama that I watch. Oh, I love that. And you're right. I think, I mean, if I amount of drama that I could finish when, at once I could be drinking too much surgery honestly now that I think about it so I don't want to do that but I completely love that idea oh I love this um next question why do you watch k-dramas and then Tiffany says because it's an escape as Nuna's Nunchi says it's like therapy and Lee Sung-wook says I don't know I just watch <laughs> and Beth says Everything about K-dramas is superior to other forms of entertainment. <laughs> I don't want to say I agree, but I agree. Sharon says, mainly for entertainment, to pass time, and because I love the beautiful cinematography and stories. 
same. Melitza says to learn Korean and get to know Korean culture better. Ariane says, uh, this is good. It's an addiction. <laughs> Are you trying to call me out, Ariane? Um, she says, I need my regular fix. But more seriously, I think it brings me so many emotional things that I don't have enough of in my life. It also makes me better understand people and helps me cope with reality sometimes. <sighs> Beautifully stated. Squash says, they take my mind off of everything, escapism. And Yovita says, to get swooned and emotional, to understand social interaction, to appreciate amazing OSTs and performances. And I want to say, just reading you guys' responses to this question, I'm personally thinking about myself and like why I watch K-dramas too, of course. And it's just actually really beautiful to know that I feel like we're all the same. <laughs> like I relate to all of these answers. And then you guys also said a lot of the same things. And I just love that that's what makes up this community is like this commonality. Um, and even Isong Luke's response, I don't know, I just watch. Like, I feel like that is, that is it too. You know, sometimes it's like, I can't, you know, not watch it. So I just watch. <laughs> So love this. I love this answer, these answers. And I, and I think it's, again, another way to just get to know someone, even though we're talking about K-dramas, you can kind of still see and understand uh, people with like response to a question like this. And I see you guys. I see you. I see me and you. <laughs> I really, really do. Um, but yeah, sorry getting a little mushy there. Next question. Um, this is a fun one. Not to be mean or messy. I like how we're transitioning to like such a really heartfelt question to not to be mean or messy. Uh, but what K-drama actor or actress do you think is overrated? Mm. Okay, we're gonna get a little messy and mean, I think. So no one take offense to this. If someone calls out your fave, we're not, we're not, we're not taking offense to this. This is all personal, it's, you know, perspectives. So Tiffany says, Pac Min Young. Oh, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She's not expressive enough. You know what, Tiffany? I'm a little heartbroken by this response. I'm, I'm just kidding kidding but you know I love me some Pac Min Young so I I'm a, I, I, I get it but also I love her um Lee Sung Wook says Young Sang Jung really really I feel like people are really gonna be like what but I but also I mean maybe can I see it really okay okay Bev says Min Ho and Song KQ. Okay, Beth is just going for the jugular. Really? Really? Song KQ? Really? Min Ho? I'm just kidding. No, I've heard that very often. I'm gonna be honest. I have. Okay, Sharon says Han Jin Min. I'm going to be honest. I can kind of see it. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I do watch a, quite a few dramas with her and I've enjoyed her in them. But also, but also, you know? But also, I kind of, I kind of see what you're saying, Sharon. I'm gonna be on. Um, <laughs> Melissa says Song Song Jun Ki. Mmm, those are fighting words. Not with me or anything, but you know, I know people out there who would fight for that one. Ariane says, actresses M U A Song Hye Kyo and actors Even Ho and Eric Mun. So, let's just talk about this. I'm not trying to be messy or mean. But if I were to have answered this question, you now would have been on the top of my list. 
I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but again, with the Heikyo, I mean, and Mihen and Minho, that is so funny that they both have appeared multiple times on this in this one list here. Oh my goodness. Um, but Eric Moon, I'm surprised we even pulled him out. You think he's overrated? I don't think people even think about him as an actor really anymore. Like, I haven't seen him in so long. But I also can agree that him as an actor was like why you know <laughs> that's not nice okay i'm so sorry told me we're not supposed to be messing and mean in this question i promise i wasn't gonna be messing or mean um squash says chasey Wan. Mm, i'm just gonna i'm not gonna say anything yovita says bae Susie have nothing against her but i just don't get the hype oh man those are fighting words but at the same time, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand actually everybody's responses to this question. I understand the Han Jin Min. I understand the Park Min Young. I, un- I even understand the the um, Young Se Jung. I understand. I understand all of them. But at the same time, you know, leave Park Min Young alone. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I completely understand. But I also like this question because again, it's not to be mean or messy, but it is fun to just know things that kind of like people are like irked by or like annoyed by or just like roll their eyes at. I think that's also a good way of like some a good way of knowing somebody, like what bugs them or what ticks them off. So I, I had to throw in a question like that, don't you think? This is that question. So if you guys want to fight someone who responded, you know, let me know and I'll connect you to <laughs> to start the battle. <laughs> Okay, next question. Where do you watch your K-dramas? Um, so Tiffany said home. So this question actually was supposed to be like what platform? So I think so, I didn't clarify that enough in the question. But Tiffany said at home. <laughs> so yes, that is a fair place to watch your K-dramas. Um, Lee Sung-wook said, it's a secret. I don't want to reveal it. I understand. Your secret's safe for me, but I definitely understand. Beth says, Netflix slash Vicky. Sharon says, that's a secret. Again, completely understand. Completely understand. Melissa says, Vicky and Netflix. Ariane says, always at home, lying under a blanket on my sofa on my 17-inch laptop, lights dimmed. (laughs) See, just like Tiffany, the question could go both ways. So I'll take both. Um, And then Squash says, Vicky, Prime, and Netflix. And then Yovita says, as anywhere possible <laughs> so we know what that means um and i threw this question out there because i was like in case people did want to reveal their secret spaces for other people to check out you know but then also just to know like what are the platforms that most people have access to because i feel like i talk about dramas that are on prime or disney and i feel like those are dramas that people may not have access to so I always kind of want to know in a way where people are watching so I can know which dramas maybe I want to put more attention on knowing that people don't even get a chance to watch it so maybe I need to talk about it more you know that kind of thing so but also it could have gone both ways as far as like where do you watch your gay dramas because that's true like you know where where's this place that you watch them um so sorry about that that was my bad i'll clarify and clean that question up for next year I promised. um next one is what year did you start watching k-dramas i probably should have started with this question i don't know why i wait till the very end to like 
asked this one. Um, but Tiffany said, I don't remember. It's been a long time now. So that's a good sign. That means you are well indoctrinated. Um, Yi Sung Wook says 2020. Bev says 2020. Sharon says 2020. Melissa says 2020. That's crazy. 2020 was the year, right, of K-dramas. And I, and I get it because that was actually the year when I had one of my biggest K-drama slumps, which also was my coping mechanism in a weird way, was like going back to my basics with K-drama while other people started K-dramas during that very tough year. So it's just fascinating that 2020 was that kind of pivotal moment for a lot of people in their K-drama journey. Um, Ariane says, September 2022, and about 100 dramas later, here we are. Yeah, gosh. Wow. Wow. To have watched that many dramas starting from 2022 blows my mind. And then Squash says, 2019. And Yovita says, October 2022. So right around the time is Ariane. So that's so crazy. Like, Wow. I'm still shocked that 2020 did did that number on K-drama. It's like, that is amazing for K-drama. But it was such a year where people were looking for something to hold on to, something to get lost in, something to kind of keep you afloat uh, mentally. And, you know, this K-dramas can do that. <laughs> totally can do that. So that is so cool that so many people started watching K-dramas in 2020. So cool. Um, but next question, we're getting close to the end, I promise, guys. So we're almost there. But I'm, I love reading these. I'm not going to lie. This is such a, like, I don't know. I just love this. Um, but next question, what K-drama cliche scene is your favorite? Okay, let's go. Tiffany says, kissing in the rain. And she put that in all caps with four exclamation points. <laughs> Lee Sung Wook says, Why? and how the killer killed the victims. Wow, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you do like thrillers, and so that makes sense. And Beth says, umbrella scenes. So again, I guess it's kissing in the rain in a way, um, or just like, you know, finding them and then holding the umbrella over them when they thought they were gonna just be standing in the rain and getting drenched. So, okay, umbrella scene. Sharon says, not a specific scene, but I love the cliche rich male lead who is head over heels for his girl. Oh, <laughs> Melinda says, female lead falling into arms of the male lead on accident. <laughs> It's such a cliche scene. Well, that's a classic. K-drama classic. Ariane says, no scene comes to mind, but the famous back hug cliche, especially if the hero's jacket covers the girl's body, is not so bad. <laughs> but any tapping of the hand ruins it completely. Oh my goodness. Squash says, back hugs. There we go. And Yovita says, staring at each other if it's not too long. Oh my goodness. So... I have to say this, I love a good cliche scene. I love a good cliche scene. So I think we gotta, you gotta talk about cliche scenes in K-dramas because there's just so many of them. But the falling into the arms of the male lead, that, that one to me is like classic K-drama cliche. Like there, I don't think there's, besides maybe back hugs, I don't think there's any other cliche scene that I think of most are like, if I had to like name one off the top of my head, it would always probably be that falling and like him catching her thing. That's, oh my gosh, so cliche. But it is a good one. It is a good one. And kissing in the rain. I 
me and kissing in the rain that is the hardest one for me because i'm like you can't breathe like you can't breathe right and it's like being wet i just have a personal vendetta against like kissing in the rain scenes i don't know why so i'm sorry tiffany but i also at the same time get it you know like i get why it's such a good scene to shoot um but for me when i'm like watching it i'm thinking about all the other things that are going on in the scene like isn't it hard to breathe aren't they just like heavy their clothes are soaking wet like i'm thinking about too many other things so i get taken out of the kissing in the rain scenes too often which you know that's on me that's a personal problem personal problem but you know what actually the the response uh that song that Lee Sung-woo gave us with why and how the killer is killed, um, killer killed and like, you know, killed their victims and why. I actually agree that I also like this, this scene. And what I mean, I'm picturing you're talking about are the points in those like thrillers and those like crime dramas when it starts to get all revealed and you have this kind of like big bro- breakout aha moment of like, this is how it's happening. Um, those are good scenes, you know? yeah totally totally so i also get that i also get that too so i didn't want you to think i was like oh my gosh that's weird no i actually really understand that that's the most like (gasps) moment in those thrillers it really is um sorry okay next question next question how many k dramas can you watch at once how many is your limit tiffany says "Mm, probably four (laughs) i mean she literally wrote it out like that so that's so cute um isong wook said one beth said three sharon said at most five or six at once but i haven't done that in a while and melissa says 10 um welcome to my world melissa me and you right here ariane says two max three if one is ongoing drama with only one or two episodes per week and then squash says five and yovita says realistically three binge shows and five currently airing shows wow you guys you guys we're not we're not i don't know are we okay (laughs) because wow this is such a fun question to ask too, because I I'm only put this question in here so I can find um, some solace in the way that I watch K-dramas and not feel like I am the only person who watches too many K-dramas at once. So that's why I put this question in here. So it's relieving to feel to find out that there are other people who watch tons of K-dramas at once, but it also is nice to know that it's okay to watch one drama too. Like I am like, no one doesn't. Everyone's watching 15 at a time, right? And it's like, no, there are people who are like two, three max, one, three here, you know, and I could do that too. So I need to learn from a couple of you guys (laughs) that it's okay to have just, you know, two dramas that I'm watching. Has that happened in the last two years? No, but one day I might aim for that. I may aim to be only watching two dramas at a time. so that's something to look up look forward to one day we'll see (laughs) maybe maybe (laughs) i don't know check on me if i do that maybe something else is going on okay (laughs) anyway next question what k-drama means the most to you and no one better say anything bad about it and tiffany says one spring night in all caps and she also says lovers and Prague. What? That's an oldie, Tiffany. Oh my goodness, lovers in Prague. Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about that drama in so long. Okay. Um, but Lee Sung Wook says, 
It's my happiness in my own fantasy world. Oh, wait a second. I get this response. I get it. Okay, so I get it. Okay, so the question I think you're responding to is what does K-drama mean to you, I guess? I mean, how, what does it mean the most to you? And, you know, and, and so no one better say anything bad about it, I think. And you're saying because it's your happiness in your own fantasy world. You're making me emotional. <laughs> that is so. I mean, because it's true. No one better say anything bad about me watching K dramas because it is literally my happiness. It so is my happiness too. Oh, but Beth says, um, "Crash landing on you." Love that one. Sharon says, "The devil judge." Mm. You can say that one again. And Melissa says, "Rookie historian." Gu Heidong, you have to let me know. You have to let me know if I should be watching this. I have never watched it. I totally skipped it. So you need to let me know, Melissa. I'm serious. Do I need to go back and watch it? Um, Ariane says, secret love affair. Well, now this explains UIN <laughs> and the Nuna Romance. <laughs> but yes, such a good drama. Squash says, I hear your voice. And yes, I know. I know, Squash. And I to love i hear your voice and yovita says the devil judge and the kidnapping day oh my goodness okay so yes yes and yes um again such a great like question to ask your fellow k-drama friends because you really do get to see like i mean i think it's good for me to know because i don't ever want to say anything sideways about someone else's drama that it's like they said you better not say anything bad about it but I think it's true that we should have those dramas where it's like I don't care if people rant and rave about how amazing it is I don't care if it's high acclaimed if it won you know awards I don't care for me it is absolutely amazing it means so much to me because of whatever reason and so I'm gonna protect it and I and I think that we all have those because I know I do. Um, so great question. Great question. Um, and then the next one, again, we're closing in on the final questions here. What K-drama do you regret watching? Tiffany says, love alarm. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny. Um, Lee Sung-wook said voice four. <laughs> Why is there a voice four? Maybe is the bigger question, right? Um, Beth says, boys over flowers. <laughs> Sharon said so many that's like multiple O's so many yes yes same uh Melissa says loving contract you didn't like loving contract I ended up liking it weirdly it was such a weird drama I have to say it was so weird from beginning to end but I ended up liking it Man, I guess I was alone on that one. <laughs> Ariane says, I don't really regret watching any of them, even the worst ones, because there are some bad ones that you have enlisted, Ariane, the K2, Dr. Stranger. <laughs> okay, but they all taught me something. And well, patience most of the time. <laughs> yes, Ariane. Yes, for sure. I mean, you really test yourself when you get through a drama that you know you definitely should not have finished but you do it anyway you learn a lot about yourself and squash says the king <laughs> and this i can attest to squash has completely told me multiple times 
that that is a drama she completely regrets watching. Um, Yovita says, Hope or dope, Dr. Brain on my Venus. Really? Hospital playlist. Really? My demon, how to buy a friend. Okay, so Yovita got, got a list. Um, but my demon? We just got started on my demon. We just, we just got started. Um, I never finished Hope or Dope. I started it and then stopped it. So maybe that's for a reason. Um, Dr. Brain. Did I ever watch? Nope. I didn't watch Dr. Brain. Oh, my Venus. I, it was, yeah, it wasn't my favorite, mostly because I didn't like the kind of, you know, when they make the, you know, the girl lose weight kind of thing. But at the same time, it wasn't, it wasn't a worst drama. I actually didn't mind it at the same time. <laughs> um, hospital playlist, you know, I've never watched hospital playlist. I know guys, I'm one of the few people that's never watched hospital playlist and that's because it's about hospitals. Um, so even though I know it's like acclaimed and everyone loves it, I just can't watch it. Um, but yeah. Okay. Let's go on to the next question. What K-drama do you still want to watch, but haven't for one reason or another? Hmm. Tiffany says, Glory. It seems too intense. Mm-hmm. Lee Sung-wook says, Hotel de Luna. Mixed reviews. Bev says, The smell has left your eyes. Sharon says, Reply 1988 because it's so long and I'm not ready for my heart to be destroyed because I know it'll be good and heartbreaking. Oh, and Melissa says, Goblin. What? Ariane says, the list is so long and I don't have enough time. This addiction can be so frustrating. (laughs) Squash says, Descendants of the Sun. And Yovita says, Adamas. I'm scared to not like it and admitting it. (laughs) Um, Good ones. Okay, so I'm not going to spoil any of these for anybody, but I am going to be, I'm surprised by Goblin because it's Goblin. Um, (laughs) I know, right? I'm not saying you should love Goblin by any means, but just as for like this, this K-drama cultural moment, I feel like Goblin is like that one of those dramas. I feel like there's not many of those but Goblin to me is definitely one. So I'm Melissa. Let me know when you're ready to watch Goblin. Let me know. The glory, completely understand. I, I, I completely understand. I don't even know if you should ever watch it. It is so intense. It is so intense. Um, Hold it a Luna. That one surprises me. There are mixed reviews though. <sighs> there are mixed reviews though, but I'm biased because I am a huge fan of um, our leads. So I watched because of that alone. And I ended up really liking Hotel de Luna. So I'm on the side of like, I really liked it um, as opposed to the other side. Um, And Beth, you might want to talk to Squash because Squash absolutely loves The Smell Has Left Her Eyes. So you might want to go ahead and watch it because it's the leads chemistry is out of this world. Squash has told us today. Um, and Reply 1988, completely understand that. I have decided not to watch dramas for the exact same reason because I'm just like, it's going to be too good and I'm going to regret not being able to watch it for the first time ever again. So why do I ever watch it? <laughs> that sounds so weird, but yes, I relate. Um, and Ariane, yes, I know. I know. It is frustrating. There are so many dramas that I still haven't watched that I know I need to watch. And The Sins of the Sun... It's also a 
kind of iconic in K-drama history. Not just because, oh my gosh, it was so good or anything like that, because I don't, I don't know, that's debatable, but because of what changes happened after the Descendants of the Sun uh, drama aired, because it just, it changed the landscape of K-dramas after that. So it's one for like K-drama history. You should probably watch <laughs> for just K-drama history. But it, I understand why you haven't too, because it, it got really hyped up. You know, some of these dramas you don't watch because you're like, oh my gosh, it's so hyped up. So what if I watch it and it's absolutely not good? Then I have to say I'm the one person who doesn't like it. You know, I also feel that way with certain dramas that I've missed. Um, I'm like, I don't want to go back just in case I'm the one person who's like, I, I, I don't like it, even though everybody loves it. So I feel like that kind of way, might be this the case with Descendants of the Sun. But I don't I wouldn't say everybody loved it. That's all I'm gonna say. I wouldn't say everybody loved it. Um and then we're almost close. We got what three more questions guys. We're almost there. We're almost there. Okay. Which K drama couple is your number one couple of all time? Um Tiffany says crash landing on you that's it. That's all Tiffany says. It speaks for itself. Lee Song-wook says Song Joo-ki and Song Kye-kyo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of The Sins of the Sun. And Beth said Crash Landing on You as well. Said two for two. Sharon says, hmm, I love the, the lead couple from Big Mouth. That's um, Yuna and Suki. Uh, Melissa said Youth of May Couple. Ariane said, I particularly love the main couple and my beloved Summer and call it love, but I haven't seen my dearest. Aha. Uh-huh. So Ariane's already anticipating she's going to be in love with my dearest couple. Uh, Squash says, the couple from Just Between Lovers, this may change. <laughs> but hey, I think that counts. Um, and Yovita says, Song Jong-hyu or Park Bong-soo with Che Young-shin, which we know is from healer so this one's a good one number one k-drum of all time i know we all have them so i like when people actually can like write it out um like who they will stand behind and will always love no matter what other k-drama couple comes after it and i really understand that crash landing on you is so iconic because we have them in real life now coming from that and i just like how can you beat that really right <laughs> um but i completely love my healer couple as well so i completely agree and i'm interested to see ariane when you watch my dearest what you think about that lead couple i i'm so interested to hear what you think so let me know let me know let me know okay and next we have what's your favorite k-drama couple that didn't happen but should have um tiffany just said i don't have one <laughs> e song wook says Ji Chang Wook and Bae Suzy and Nam Joo Hyuk and IU and Jung Hyun and Go Yoon Jung. Okay, so I think this response is to like actor couple. This this question could go both ways. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So basically, a K drama couple that hasn't happened yet that you want to happen, like a casting that you want to happen. Ah, that's. Mm, I might want to change this question or add that question. Um, Beth says um our two and crash landing um our second female and male lead and crash landing on you sharon says i don't know and melitza says isu and gay tongue from flower crew jolson marriage agency and Ariane said lead characters dok sun played by Lee Hae-ri and jung kwan 
played by Ru Jun Yeol in Reply 1988, and female lead So Rung Pak Joon Hyung, and second lead Shin Won Kim Woo Suk in The Forbidden Marriage. Uh, yeah, completely can get that one. But that's this is a. I feel like people have more than they think. They just they don't realize it. There's a lot of couples that should have happened in these dramas that never happen, especially like second male and female leads, like or like where they technically they were supposed to be with the male lead or they were supposed to be with the, the female lead and they're the second you know sometimes like that should have been the couple that happened um I mean I've watched a lot of those or you know I just get second male lead syndrome really bad so maybe this question is really pointed towards that for me personally um Esquire says can't really think of one all my couples have ended up together lol well lucky yeah okay and Yovita says spoiler for a stranger Shimok and Unsu. oh spoiler okay but I love this question I think this is a good question and I'm gonna probably try to think of a way to have it so you can answer both ways um where it's like your favorite k-drama couple in a drama but favorite k-drama couple that hasn't happened yet i like that like a a k-drama couple pairing that should happen i totally like that as well um and then this is this is getting to the close to the end um what k-drama do you rewatch all the time if you if your schedule allows it tiffany has reply 1988 and lovers in prague Lee Sung-wook has Vincenzo, the K2, and Meteor Garden, a C-drama. Beth has Crash Landing on You, Keeler, Doom, I believe, at your service. And then Sharon has Hospital Playlist or Mr. Sunshine. Melissa says When the Weather is Fine. Ariane says Who Can Do That? <laughs> Squash says I Hear Your Voice. Yovita says, Healer, Flower of Evil, The Devil Judge, The Kidnapping Day, A Week Hero, Class One. So this is just basically a K-drama that you want to rewatch all the time. Even if you can't, Ariane, I know some, you. I'm with you. I can't. I have not been able to rewatch dramas and I don't know how long. So definitely relate to that. But, you know, if you could, if you could where what would be that drama Um, and I think I see from these responses these are dramas that a lot of you guys have already mentioned so I am aware that these are kind of your top dramas for sure oh my goodness so cool okay and so this is the final question and I love this question and it's gonna make sense for a new season next year um but what k-drama would you recommend for Lola to watch what would you recommend for me to watch and tiffany says lovers in prague i have watched lovers in prague but i haven't watched it in years maybe 10 years um to be honest with you so it watching it again would probably be for the first i feel like from the first time i'm sure um Lee song wook says stranger season one and two and dp season one and two so i have watched stranger season one i have not watched stranger season two however i know weird um and then i have watched both seasons of dp i personally thought felt they they felt very different to me season one and season two i think i like season one a little bit more than i did season two um but I did watch both. I did watch both. Beth says, Dolly and the Cocky Prince. Love Dolly and the Cocky Prince. One of my faves. Love it. Love it. Love Dolly and the Cocky Prince. Sharon says, if you haven't seen yet, Through the Darkness and the King of Pits. I have not seen either 
of those. I did want to watch King, the King of Pigs last year. I think it was last year when it came out, but I couldn't find it anywhere um, that was like really accessible for me. So I kind of forgot about it. And then I started to see like some kind of like clips from it and, I, and it looked absolutely disturbing. And so then I kind of just like, you know what, maybe it's for the best <laughs> that I didn't watch it. But do I need to go back and watch it, Sharon? Let me know. Even if it is disturbing, still let me know. And I will, I would definitely try to go back because I think I've seen it now in a place where I can watch it. So definitely, definitely let me know. Melissa says, work later, drink now. You know what? I've only watched the first episode of that drama and it's nothing wrong with it. I had no problems with it, but I think I just kind of forgot about it. Should I go back to work later, drink now? Should I go back? Ariane says, secret love affair. I love secret love affair. Hit the spot. I love hit the spot. Call it love. But I know you already watched that last one. <laughs> this is true. And I love call it love as well. Those are three dramas I've all watched and enjoyed sincerely. So great Rex. Squash also says just between lovers. But I said this last year. You guys, if you can't tell, me and Just Between Lovers and Squash wanted me to watch Just Between Lovers is a continual thing um, in our friendship and my K-drama journey. Um, one day, one day, guys, I promise. That's that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Yovita has one day off, extracurricular, defended kingdom, and flower of evil. I have not watched any of those. I... I None. I've never watched it. I've never, and Yovita knows this. That's why I've listed those. Yovita knows this. I have not watched any of those. And I definitely, I definitely am taking notes. That's all I'm going to say. I'm definitely taking notes. Okay. But that's it, guys. We made it to the end. And this is it, guys. This is what I call my I pop up about K dramas. How about you episode? Because instead of listening to me pop about, dramas all the time now you get to hear from you guys and I love that and I am so glad that I was able just to kind of read through get to know a little bit more about each of you and also take from you as well some recommendations some things I might want to rewatch some things I might want to reconsider um, even with changing some of the questions to this questionnaire this is also kind of giving me some thoughts on that so I just want to thank you thank you thank you to these listeners who have been featured in this episode we have tiffany who's been here to round two year two we have isong wook beth sharon melitza ariane squash and Yovita. i will link them appropriately um on the ig post that accompanies this if they provided me with such um so please go and chat with them and let them know that lola sent you or you know we can just start a conversation or discuss their responses um and their opinions of k-dramas and their experiences watching k-dramas in the comments over at the ig post when uh, we have this up so don't forget to follow lola pops off about k-dramas on instagram but really guys just thank you in general for being a part of this k-drama journey that i'm on and for kind of jumping in and and helping me parse through some of my own feelings and thoughts on k-dramas it means the world to me i don't think people understand enough when i mention that at some point for me k-drama watching was a very solidary like solitary lonely experience and it has since become one of the most collaborative immersive and interactive um things that i do on a daily basis and that is very important to me personally and i 
I don't think people understand how much I needed that in my life. And to know that you guys are all a part of that, it's just been so amazing. And so something like this, being able to um, throw up a questionnaire and ask for submissions and get all of these people to submit their responses and take out time of their day and their K-drama watching (laughs) to, to answer these questions. I know you didn't have to do this and to know that you did it means the world to me. I'm serious. I'm serious because it's just us, you know, it just feel like us interacting, us having a good time. And I love that. And I want to continue our conversations about your responses as well. So again, you know where to find me. I'm always available in the DMs. Even if I'm slow to respond, I still will keep conversations going if you come and holler at me over there. So please do. I'm serious. We can keep talking. You can keep giving me recs. We can go over things that, you know, answers that you gave here, anything like that. I would love to continue the conversation with all of my future listeners here in this episode. But that's it. Um, And I have to say we have one more episode to go for the year. And it is the big one. It's the finale one. It is the Lola Pops Off Awards, the Lola Pops Off About K Dramas Awards. And it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one because it's a lot of dramas. It's a lot of dramas to talk about. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. So I hope you stick around and look out for that at the end of the year. And then on to season four in 2024. So that's it. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.